Thank you, Yvonne, for taking us around the world in two minutes and bringing things back here on 99.3 Nigeria Info. I am Sandra Ezekwesili. What do you want to know about the federal government's partnership with Microsoft? A few weeks ago, we heard the announcement. It's a big partnership aimed at digital transformation, including job creation. And yesterday's big hard fact, according to Microsoft and the federal government, their digital transformation plan aims to create 27,000 jobs in three years. And as I told you before, the project has three pillars, increased connectivity, upskilling and job creation and digital um, transformation. So for the, for the rest of the hour, we're going to be um, looking at all three of this. Last time when we had this conversation, my guest was from the federal government, right? We had Ife Adebayo, the vice president's uh, special assistant on innovation. Today, we're going to be hearing from Microsoft. Joining us uh, on uh, the show today is the country head for Microsoft, Aking Banuso. Welcome to Hard Facts. Thank you very much for having me. Okay, so let's get right into it. Um, what specific reasons made Microsoft choose Nigeria for this program? Well, I'm Nigerian for one, but why wouldn't you come to Nigeria? It's the most populous nation in Africa. It's full of talented people um, who've got all the, all the talent in the world. And if you think about one of the core areas that we are thinking about, it's skilling up people. Um, and if you wanted to have drive real impact in Africa, you go to where you've got loads of talent that just needs that, that little bit extra in mm. terms of killing up. Hmm. So let's go over each of the pillars, right? I'll start with the second one because I, the person who's just called, who called in to ask a question, focused on that. So I know that that's what Lagos is eager to hear about the upskilling and the job creation. Tell us what's going on with that. What's going into that? So this is, this is something that's been ongoing for us for a while now. Um, we started just after the pandemic started with uh, something called the Global Skilling Initiative, um, working with, with the Microsoft uh, Learning uh, team and our sister company, LinkedIn, uh, providing free skilling uh, for young people to, to allow them uh, go after targeted jobs now if you've used linkedin before you would you would know that uh, there's quite a lot of people who post jobs and look for opportunities on linkedin right and with the with the telemetry that we get from linkedin we're able to figure out the the most popular jobs the most in-demand jobs in certain areas hmm. and with that with that what we then do is we curate courses and skill uh, plans for those jobs. Mm. So so what we're doing with the skilling initiative then is to is to look at the, the first one, the, the global skilling initiative was, was to try and reach 30 million people worldwide. Okay. And it has already done that. Mm-hmm. So far, we've, we've reached 196,000 learners in Nigeria okay. this past year. And what we then want to do is to expand this in our partnership with the federal government, mm. which is we're aiming to, to get to 5 million, upskilling 5 million people in Nigeria over the next three years. Hmm. Uh, and in, and in, so, in so doing, it, we also plan to then 
create over 27,000 new digital jobs mm-hmm. in this time frame, mm-hmm. right? So, mm-hmm. so it's not something that we can do alone as Microsoft. So the, the whole idea is we're going to equip master trainers who will, we will train working with our partners in, in, in various sectors. Uh, we'll give them the IT. So we're going to have 1,700, about 1,700 trainers, yeah. Uh, and that will provide blended online and in-person training courses uh, to the country's youth, as well as government workers. And then the government will then be able to give the tools to digitally uh, transform skilling, hmm. education and, and employment methods, uh, which will then match job seekers with the right employers. It all sounds great. Which digital skills precisely does the program plan to focus on? So, when it comes to digital and skilling, there's no one size fits all. So we're looking across the uh, broad base. Like I said, mm-hmm. um, we know that there are uh, skills in demand such as uh, coding, data science, um, te- technical support, mm-hmm. and, and the whole gamut. So whatever the telemetry is telling us is is, is needed today in the world that you know in the brave new world that we're going into. It's that, that, those are the skills that we're going to be looking to to make available to. To our young people. Right. Now, you already mentioned that um, this is part of um, the program you announced last year to help fill 30 million jobs worldwide, yes? Yes. So, so that, there was a program globally called the Global Skill Initiative, mm-hmm. and that's run, and, and we're, we're extending that. But that, that program is mainly online. This skill initiative with the Federal Government of Nigeria is built specifically for Nigeria. It is a it is a blended uh, program, which is not online alone. It's a, it's a blend of online and offline, mm-hmm. um, where we will actually skill up uh, master trainers who will then be able to also give in-person uh, training for certain things. Um, and there will be uh, opportunities to help people with uh, job uh, job matching and you know helping them. Uh, develop in other areas as well. I see. Um, I, I, I always think about the number you have in front of you, 27,000 people, right? Uh, training them is a huge job. How many trainers do you think will be needed? Do you have a plan for recruiting them, for training them? Yes, so this is, um, again, this is not something that we're going to do by ourselves. Right. This is a deep, part- a deep partnership um with various uh, partners in there, right. primarily uh, the federal government, but we're going to work with many agencies, the Ministry of uh, Youth, uh, Sports and Development, the Ministry of uh, Communications and Digital Economy. Um, so a lot of people are going to come into play. Uh, like I said, we will, we, will, we will start the project by um, skilling up 1,700 1, trainers, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. who will provide, you know, the blended... Uh, online and in-person training, mm-hmm. you know, to, to the country's youth as well as government workers. And then, um, what you then find is that that figure of twenty-seven thousand new digital jobs that will be created in that time frame will also come out of that. So mm. there will be there will be a knock-on effect where where we're skilling multiple people. You can think about um, in some areas we, we already have interest in some states who who perhaps want to. Um, take a whole bunch of youth coppers 
uh, and bring them into the into the government uh, if they have the aptitude. We skill them up, and then they then go out and support uh, other government workers, for example, right? Mm-hmm. And by so by so doing, you you are you're creating a virtuous cycle of you know productivity because these people come in and they are being productive. They're helping others learn, and they're helping us as a nation. So you see the government itself becoming a lot more effective and efficient. Right. Because, yeah, because then they have people who can who, who can hold their hands. I mean, uh, I think one of the good things here is uh, you can you can tell um, younger people, I mean, my kids, for example, you would think that they were born with a keyboard or keypad <laughs> in their hands, right? <laughs> so, uh, and if you, if you think to my parents' generation, it's, it's really difficult for them, mm. right? So by by having programs such as this, which you don't expect anybody to come in with the same level of um, aptitude or ability, mm-hmm. then that's why we're going for this blended approach where we can still go into government uh, agencies and you will have people who will then go in and hold their hands and help them uh, to come up to speed. Right. And I, I, I heard you mention earlier on that you're going to provide tools that um, the government can use for job matching and placement. What are these tools? What will they be? So there, there are, so there's already, I mean, if you're going to look for, for, for jobs, you need to be able to present your your talent and your skills in the best way. Right. So we're going to be, we're going to be partnering with people who, who will actually also help uh, people, you know, to to design, to to look at their, their resumes. There will be job matching um, tools. So, if you think about our our sister company LinkedIn, they already know um, who's advertising or the hotspots for certain types of jobs. Mm-hmm. So, if it is um, if it's if it's uh, support jobs, if it's analyst roles, you know, we already know. We have that data. Mm. So. Um, when you're when you're going into a program and you you pick uh, a path, mm-hmm. a pathway that you want to go into, right. you will have the access for people to to, to help you along the line mm-hmm. as you go um, uh, and do the training, and then and some of those will also have certification at the end of it, which you know you can then take the certification, you have your certificate, and you can you can you can leverage that um, to grow yourself in. In any way you want to, right? So, so there will be loads of tools um, available from not only online tools, not only software tools, but actually um, people support as well, which is which is quite important. Okay, Lagos, if you just tuned in, you're listening to Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. On Wednesdays, we bring you Balogun and Broad. On Balogun and Broad, we, 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 we try to uh, give you access to the business stories as it affects you. So you see a business news headline. Well, how does this story affect me? On this segment of Hard Facts, we try to break it down for you. And so that's why we talk to the people who own these businesses. We talk to the people who work for these businesses and we talk to them be it on broad street or balogun street we bring them here to you uh, for you and have them talk to you and have them answer some questions you may have or address how certain news stories affect you as a businessman businesswoman uh business owner business um, associate i'm sandra ezekwasili and we have the country head of microsoft on the show with us today aking banuso
He's talking to us about um, their partnership with the federal government to um, provide digital transformation, right? There are three pillars to this project, um, increased connectivity, upskilling and job creation and digital transformation. So what we're trying to do uh, within the hour is look at all three. The last time we had this conversation, we spoke with the Vice President's uh, Special Assistant on Innovation, Ifea Debayo. And today we said, well, let's go to the people themselves who are partnering with the government and let's hear from them, you know, uh, in detail what they plan to do. And that's why he's here. That's what he's talking about. And we're going to talk some more after the break. So keep those calls coming in. My phone lines are going crazy at the moment. So I'm sure Lagos is burning with questions. We'll take all of those questions. We'll take your messages on WhatsApp as well. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. We're streaming live on Facebook, Nigeria Info 99.3, YouTube as well, Nigeria Info FM. We have Twitter where you can share your thoughts as well at Nigeria Info FM. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We are back. We're back on 99.3 Nigeria Info. I'm Sandra Ezekwesli. You're listening to Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. Every Wednesday at 5 o'clock, we bring you a brand new segment. It's called Balogun and Broad. If you earn a living, you probably own a business, work for one, or want to start one. Business is central to your life. But do most business shows really speak to you? Today on the show, the billion-dollar valuation of Balogun and Broad does. Let's talk about the stock market and Alaba market. Let's talk about share IPOs and diesel supply LPOs. Let's talk about Broad Street. The Nigerian Stock Exchange recorded an all-time high of and Balogun Street. Uh, the maximum I will spend on fuels on Hmm. On Balogo and Broad, Wednesdays at 5. And today from Broad Street, we have Akin Banuso, who's the country head of Microsoft. And he's talking to us about this partnership that is aimed at digital transformation, including job creation. Before the break, we spoke about uh, the second pillar of this project, upskilling and job creation. Right now, let's talk about... Um, uh, increased connectivity. That's the first pillar of this project. Akin, tell us how your airband technology works and how you're going to use it to provide internet to Nigerians. Okay, thank you very much, Sandra. Um, so, airband, the airband initiative um, was something that we started out in the US uh, to help with rural connectivity. Believe it or not, there's a lot of underserved communities out in the US. Hmm. And and what we what we aim to do then was to find solutions that would that would bring connectivity to those underserved communities in, in a way that was not so expensive. So the first thing we did at the time was um, to start working on on research for uh, for how to use um, what we call TV white spaces. So that's the unused spectrum um, in your old. Uh, TV uh, signals, and that could be used then to, to transmit broadband. Um, and we really focused on that for, for quite a while. And the airband team have, have been working, uh, the Microsoft airband team have been working uh, with the Federal Ministry of Communications and Digital Economy and local partners uh, for a while on this to, to license that technology. But, but airband is not limited to that technology alone. 
Okay, so we've rolled it out in, in Ghana, in Kenya, uh, the US, and India. But what we're now doing is we're focused on what is the underlying issue. It's not really a particular type of technology. It's just to, to make sure that there is broadband or, or increased connectivity to underserved areas right. so that they too can join the, the digital uh, era. Mm-hmm. And that means that today we now partner with many other organizations, uh, some that are known and some that you, you may not, never have heard their names. Mm-hmm. And our intention is, and what we're doing in Nigeria now, is to partner with, with some of those uh, companies to increase connectivity. And that connectivity can be via radio, Wi-Fi, um, even satellites, and we're talking to satellite companies as well, mm. just so that we can increase connectivity into those areas that are underserved. Mm. And once they, ha- once they have that, that connectivity, then the idea is then to layer on top of a digital transformation, um, such as the things that we're talking about, skilling, um, training, healthcare, agri-tech, financial inclusion. So there's so many other things that's going to come, come with that. And that's, so the the, the objective of the airband team now is not just about providing connectivity with one particular type of technology, it's about anything that will help us ensure that we bring everyone on the planet into the digital uh, economy. Now, is the plan for Microsoft to be a retail ISP or will you be selling the broadband connectivity to other ISPs? Mm-hmm. Not at all. So what what we do is we work closely with with local partners who will improve and add broadband connectivity. So what we've done in the past is we'll, we'll make a grant that will make it. So if, if for example you have an ISP who wanted to bring um, connectivity to my village mm-hmm. and it's not commercially viable, right? Mm-hmm. What we would do is we would partner with them and go, we could go, you know, in 50-50 or whatever it is, the cost, so that, you know, and, and we could help them with technology as well mm-hmm. and with, with, with funding and, and grants, mm-hmm. for example, mm-hmm. to ensure that that connectivity gets there. So, therefore, those areas that may not have been commercially viable for the normal ISDs would then be reconnected. I see. Lagos, we want to... Okay. From this, huh? Lagos, let's hear from you as well. If you've got questions, um, let's hear it. Do you have questions about this plan for increased internet connectivity? Do you have questions about the plan for upskilling and job creation? Women call us on 01465-7190. Women call us on 01465-7190. Men call us on 0700 973-993-993-993-993. Nosike is in Lekki. Hello, Nosike. Welcome. Yeah, Sandra. Good, Good to have you on the show. Thank you. Um, will be part of the job matching tools? Will what? Ageism. Will ageism be part of the job matching tools? Yeah. All right, Nosiki, thank you very much for calling. Keep listening. I'm sure he'll answer that. Aking, will ageism be part of the job matching tools? Ageism. Ageism, isn't that something where people will discriminate against someone because of their age? Yes. No, definitely. We we, we don't believe in any kind of discrimination at all. Mm. Um, you know, the, the idea, and this is what I keep saying, that 
the idea is to bring as many, in fact, everyone into this new world. Mm -hmm. And that's why you will find that the, the, even the skilling plan that we're talking about is, is a hybrid one, where you will have uh, people not only going having to go online, mm -hmm. as we had with the GSI, but mm -hmm. there will be you know, a hybrid method where people can, can can be taught offline as well. Right. So that we have we have a uh, you know different means of you know everyone has a different way of learning, right? And we want to capture as many people as possible. Right. Okay. So we've got Chisom from Unilag who wants to know how um, he, I think it's a he, can key into this uh, training. How can he get involved? So it depends on uh, if you want to be a trainer or a trainee. Uh, the, the government will be rolling out uh, into all of the six geopolitical zones and uh, it, they will make announcements about how uh, how to to enroll um, if you're going to be a learner because I mean it's five million people that we we, we plan to to skill up hmm. and if you if you have the skills and you believe that you could be one of the, the trainers as well there will be you, you will see very soon the government will start to roll out uh, the ways in which they're going to uh, recruit or, or pull people into this because as I keep saying mm. what we have here in Nigeria is a lot of talent what we don't have is a lot of skill mm. or in, enough of the skill mm. so so if you have the talent we're looking for you and you, you're willing to work hard mm. okay we've got a Detola first time caller on the show a Detola welcome yeah thank you uh, so my question is very simple. So um, how do one partner, I mean, from the private angle, how do we partner on this initiative so we could, you know, add value also? Okay. Adetala wants to know how a private sector that isn't already partnered can partner to add value. Okay. So we are, depending on what you do, um, we, are, we are partnering with a lot of different people, a lot of different uh, organizations. I mean, this this partnership is on for a the foreseeable future. So it, it, we're here for the long term. Mm. We are as, as part of as part of the digital transformation. We are looking at a solution for tackling corruption through digital transformation. We have a solution called ACT. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. We are looking at we are looking at safeguarding uh, our cultural heritage through digital transformation. Deploying our AI, mm -hmm. so we we call it AI for cultural heritage, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, and part of that, for example, and I say this because you know, as part of this, we're going to be deploying our AI technology uh, for preserving uh, languages, and this is the first thing that the government has, has asked us. Th that's to the one I'm actually the most curious about. How will that work? <laughs> so, if you think about it, language is. is it's a, it's a core part of cultural identity. Right, right. right. Um, and actually, if you look over the last 50 to 70 years, quite a few smaller languages have gone extinct. Right. Because, because there's no one to speak it or to pass it on. Right. Right? Right. Um, so what we can do with technology is in, in, in keeping languages alive, mm -hmm. in preserving those languages. So um, some of the interventions we would do would be uh, and not limited to recording speakers, mm -hmm. transcribe, transcribing text, delivering, developing digital databases of, of shareable information, for example. So kind of uh, like Duolingo. Exactly. So mm -hmm. if you think about when, when um, uh, 
you might not you might not have done this when we were young growing up you can sit around the fire sit around the table and people tell stories hmm. think about how we could record all of these stories hmm. you know if, if, if your grandparents are done we can we can record these stories we can use AI to store and process this data mm-hmm. at incredible at incredible speed mm-hmm. whilst whilst also identifying patterns and creating new new ones right mm-hmm. so the, the power of AI and the power of the technology we have today mm-hmm. will help us to capture and, and and record you know and then transcribe all of this uh, thing and that is a way of you know um, you can even then capture all the dialects if you if you wanted to right mm-hmm. and, and preserve them mm-hmm. without necessarily saying that okay uh, uh, everyone in that village no one no one knows how to speak that that language anymore mm-hmm. So areas like that, areas, areas like that, are where um, private sector uh, uh, players can can key in. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So we private player, private sector players can, can key in if they're in the heritage, if they're in that line of business. If you think about agri tech, um, people who are already in agriculture, we can work with them. Mm-hmm. If you think about healthcare, mm-hmm. um, if you're a healthcare provider, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, we could we could work with you to digitize your services such that the village nurse can then become an aggregator hmm. for medical services hmm. because instead of people traveling far distances two days to go see a specialist the specialist is where they are mm-hmm. and then the nurse has the technology is able to carry out basic tests mm-hmm. have, 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 uh, able to triage and ask uh, sensible questions mm-hmm. and then and then the specialists wherever they are mm-hmm. then translate and and interface with, with whoever is in the center there right mm-hmm. in the in the in the local vicinity so you you could be running a private practice and having customers in in remote locations it could be transportation it could be you know we, we're talking about cultural heritage here mm-hmm. so we 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 are open to all manner of of ideas, mm-hmm. whatever business you run, mm-hmm. digital digital will only serve to enable that business. Okay. All right. Oh, I also want to talk about um, something you mentioned earlier, Ron, uh, about um, government and the fight of corruption. I know that your press uh, release mentioned um, artificial intelligence and uh, machine learning. How can these things help the, the EFCC fight corruption? So... So the, what we have is uh, technology. We call it anti uh, anti corruption you know, technology solutions. And right. It's a switch where where really what it is is the government will will come in and put in their own data. So they'll, they'll point to their own databases, and the idea of it is that being having quick access to all of the data in in one in one. Uh, format where you can pull out all the data and then you can see the patterns for corruption. So the, the real thing is you, you're able to revolutionize the methods of corruption, detection, prevention, and analysis, right? So you can very quickly see the patterns. If someone is making a series of transactions that, that fits a pattern that we know already, you know, or the system AI will flag it up. It's, it's kind of like what the, the technology that's already deployed in banking today, if you have a credit card and your your bank knows that you, you told your bank you're traveling to Ghana. You went to Ghana, 
you use your card in Ghana, and then suddenly, within 30 minutes, your card is being authorized in China and somewhere else. It's physically impossible for you to be there, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So AI can flag that up. So it's a similar pattern. It's a similar uh, technology which can then flag up, you know, recurring patterns, mm. which then lead, lead to, to then say to people, okay, please look, look further into this um, and then, you know, block, block that. Now, a lot of Nigerians um, have concerns about data privacy. I'm sure you've seen the ongoing controversy over IMEI numbers. So how will personal information about innocent citizens be protected? Very good question. And this is something that Microsoft takes very seriously. We, you know, and you will find that uh, quite often in the news, you'll see the company uh, going to court to to fight uh, on behalf of our customers' privacy. Mm. We do not joke with, with personal privacy. Okay. Um, so we believe that technology is here to aid human beings. Um, and it's, it's, about, it's not about um, violating people's privacy. Mm. So everything that we do is, is, is with that in mind. But even with this um, act that we're talking about, mm -hmm. That's why we said it's about the government itself pointing us to the data that it has. So mm -hmm. we, will, we will help them point to the data that they have. Mm -hmm. And you look at the existing data sets that you have and pick out patterns. So it's not about um, invading people's privacy. It's, about, it's more about looking at the data sets that you have. And it's usually publicly available data mm -hmm. that, that, that then shows you the patterns that you can see. And most of the things that happen... You can you if you if you analyze the data properly, you can pick out quite a bit. All right then. Um, I think the the big question for a lot of people is: um, Is there some way that they can reach out themselves if they want to, for instance, be master trainers, or if they um, want to uh, provide healthcare services or any of these other services that you mentioned for private sector players? Is there some way that they can reach out? So, at this point, um, the government is busy um, creating the systems and uh, uh, how it's going to be curated. Okay. Um, we, we expect that there will be, uh, and this is this is why the, the vice president made, made uh, the video, um, and our global president, Brad Smith, made a video as well. Mm. We want people to be aware that there's this opportunity is coming up. Mm -hmm. um, this is, I mean, if we're going to get to five million, mm -hmm. we really do need everyone to be aware right. and to be on the watch out. So it, it will be done in a very open and transparent manner. Okay. Um, we believe that there is there is enough in that for everyone who really wants to, to and has the, the, the desire mm. to learn and grow. Mm. Hmm. Okay. Well, we have had um, Akin Banuso on the show with us. He's the country head for Microsoft Nigeria. Akin, thank you so much for your time. It was a pleasure talking to you on the show today. Thank you very much. Great to be here. Mm. Lagos, let's uh, let's uh, give you a chance to win some money, shall we? So we, we, we give you information about how you can get jobs. We give you information about how you can transform your life. And then we also give you money because we're awesome. We're, we're great like that. We're Nigeria Info. <laughs>
<laughs> the nation's number one station for talk. I'm Sandra Ezekwasili. You're listening to Hard Facts on 99.3. By the way, you can listen to us wherever you are. You don't need to have a physical radio or be stuck in some car somewhere. You can just listen to us if you have an earpiece and a mobile device. If it's a smartphone, download the app. If it's a regular phone, just search for 99.3 and listen wherever you are. Or also log on to www.nigeriainfo.fm. Salary earner and experiencing salary delays. In need of school fees, loan or house rent? Does your business need expansion and you've got no money? Do you need a car or equipment for personal or business use? Worry no more. With Creditville Auto Lease and Flexible Loan Products, you are just a call away from achieving your financial goal. Simply dial 0700-330-330. You can also send us an email via info at creditville.ng or log on to www.creditville.ng Creditville, financing you for a good life. All right. Um, you answer as many questions as possible and win. That's how this goes. Uh, today's high score is five. So you need to answer six questions. If you can answer six questions correctly, you win. That's how it goes. Yesterday, we had a man try. So today, let's have a woman try. You already have the numbers. But if you don't, 01465-7190. That's the number four women. You have to answer at least six questions correctly. That's how you win. Who's the lucky person going to be? Hello. Thank you for calling us. Hello. Good evening. What's your name? All right. So you have to have enough airtime so that when you win, you can stay on the line, okay? Okay. Okay. Your time starts now. This is just a minute. How many states recorded COVID cases yesterday? Did yesterday's COVID numbers go up or down from Tuesday? Down. What state had the most new COVID cases yesterday? Lagos. Today, the Senate opened public hearings on what issue? Pass. What position does Ahmed Idris hold in the federal government? Pass. James Ibori was governor of what state? I can hear the person that is whispering the answers to you. I don't even know whether I should disqualify you or not. The government of which country recently returned some Ibori loot? Who just lost a defamation case brought by Uche Secundus? How much did the court award Secundus in a defamation case? 20 million. Secundus brought the case against Mohammed for publishing his name as part of a list of what? Pass. Pass. Okay, so you got one, um, two, three, four, five, six questions correctly. Well done. Congratulations. I think um, you are a winner today. So stay on the line, right? Stay on the line. Don't hang up so that we can get your details. Huh? Don't hang up. Do you need to meet up your goals for the year? Then here's the good news. Goals are easily achieved by choosing Creditville as a reliable credit assistance. Creditville is accessible and reliable at all times. With Creditville, interest rates are affordable, repayment plan is flexible, the 
This breast mint is processed within 24 hours. These and many more are the reasons why you should choose Creditville as your accessible and reliable financial partner. For more information, log on to www.creditville.ng and you can give us a call on 7 330 Creditville. Loans. Investment. Leasing. After the news, after the news at 6, we will have um, a real estate um, investment company join us on the show to talk to you about digital marketing. If you want to learn about that, uh, today's a good day to listen after the news. They'll be here immediately after the news to talk to you about that. You can find me online, Sandra Ezekwesili on Facebook, S. Ezekwesili on Twitter, and S. Ezekwesili on Instagram. Lagos, those were your hard facts. Good night. Hard Facts with Sandra Ezekwesili is available as a podcast on all streaming platforms. Catch this and previous episodes anytime you want to.